This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the curse. No one believes him. Now, no one's left. Way over! Welcome to fucking Mr. Ed Princess. Hot Lana, I didn't even let you finish this time. Yeah, I know. Never let you finish. Sounds gross. I'm Chris. I'm Hot Lanta. Did I thought didn't we already do that? I'm He's Chris. Chris. Hot Lana. As you can see there's no Troy here, so Yeah, so there's no get, get ready for a shit show. No real schedule for anything. Do I have to go to work now? Yeah. Shut up. Work on the podcast. I don't work. I feel like work you should be paid for. You're paid an exposure. That's because you make me expose myself constantly. Yeah. At gunpoint. Usually at Walmart. But hell, I like it too. Go ahead, Chris. We watched The Curse. Loosely. It was on. <laughs> and we were in the room. That counts. Yep. We were doing weird stuff. Not that. I'll just leave it at that. You don't really have to get into it. Thinking about it too much. That's your problem. And, uh... You just gotta check out and vomit out whatever words come out like this. Yeah. That's what we do. It's got us this far... Up the podcast ladder. Shut up. And uh, for whatever reason, if you watch this on Amazon, it starts with a puppet. I don't know why. I like it. It was cuddly. It made me feel okay about everything. And he tells you about it a little bit. He sure does. A brief little, brief little introduction. Weird. You're weird. But after the puppet, smell like teeth. I don't. I don't even know what that means. Is that a compliment or an insult? You're an insult. Yeah, in, in a lot of circles. <laughs> so uh, anyway, where does it start with the puppets from the beginning? God, make me so angry. We uh we start up and Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. He's uh getting bullied by some bullies. Well, one bully. And I told you we loosely watched it. He's a he's a bad farmhand apparently. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible farmhand. And the 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 boss farmer, head farmer. I don't know. Claude Aikens? Sure. I don't know what that means. Old guy? Yeah. The one I said was the fat Andy Griffith? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, Claude Aikens. You don't know? No, I you don't. You didn't look that up on Wikipedia right after the movie? No. Lame. Yes. And he, uh, he reprimands him for his shoddy farmhand skills. More bullying. He needs it. 
Maybe if he was a better farmhand, he wouldn't have these troubles. And uh, they head in Chris for breakfast. Chris is a terrible farmhand. And I bring this up because I think it's Brett's favorite part. Breakfast? No. Oh. Of the movie. Where, uh... My favorite part of everything is breakfast. Will Wheaton's mom... Will Wheaton... Gets uh, reprimanded for poor biscuit production. Forgot something. Yeah. It's... Biscuits are a little dry. That was my favorite part of the entire movie. Yeah, that's the... Litter up over them biscuits. It's the hard-hitting dialogue. Close to home. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, sometimes I forget (laughs) ingredient in biscuits. Wetness in the biscuits. Yeah, I got a big jug of wetness that I... It says, four biscuits. Some would say the biscuits aren't moist enough. Some would. I have. (laughs) Noted. Right now. That is indeed a thing that happened. Where you at, Troy? He's probably in Alaska. He's got nothing. He's up in Alaska doing... Alaska? Yeah. Doing something, I don't know. Snowball fight? I don't know. I don't know what happens in Alaska. I'm not convinced it's real. Constant snowball fights all the time. It's in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Alaska, down there in the Caribbean. That's Chris's nickname for his genitals, the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, it's because anytime a boat gets near my genitals, it disappears forever. It sure does. I've seen it happen four times. It's fucking weird. Yeah. That's what happened to the Titanic. No icebergs. It was my genitals. <laughs> Troy's in here. What's yeah. next? Oh. Have we apologized for this episode yet? I feel like that's a solid move. Yeah, they don't hear Troy's voice. They know that we've already apologized. So anyway, what happened? Uh, biscuits were poorly made. Poor biscuits, yes. Uh, we learned that Will Wheaton and his sister and his mom have moved in with Fat Andy Griffith because of Fat Claude Aikens of reasons. And uh, the husband died in the fire war. Mm-hmm. That checks out because I'm too lazy to check it out. You are lazy. And so, uh... Like a rug on value in this one. So Mama Wheaton's like, hey, man, don't be a jerk. Wheaton! To I'm your, saying it right. To your stepfather. He's a horrible person, but he let us live here. <laughs> so that's a thing we should be grateful for. They got a roof and vittles, right? Yeah. And, uh... uh some guy, hat guy, shows up. Oh, the... Local realtor hat guy. Yeah, he wanted some apples. Yeah, he wanted apples. He's also like the Chamber of Commerce... I don't know... uh, President or whatever? What's the... I just want to kill him and take his shirt. It's a nice shirt. It was a nice shirt. Very fashionable. Nice enough to kill for. Uh, that's, That's something you have to answer for yourself. I'll kill you over that shirt. I uh, have no ties to the shirt, personally. <laughs> Still. That seems uncalled for. You're uncalled for. Agreed. And, um, 
So, uh, nighttime falls on the home. As it does. Everybody hits the old sack. That sounds painful. Yeah. And, uh... Maybe that's why the old man's so mean all the time. Yeah. Well, he's very full of religion. Is that why they're going to hit him in the sack every night? Yeah, it's part of his religious beliefs. <laughs> it's the 11th commandment, or so he says. Jesus made him do it. Yeah, and the Lord said unto them, Hit this dude in the sack every night before bed. And lo, it was done. Is that where the expression comes from? Yeah. From that movie? Yeah, from the Bible. I think that's how you pronounce it. Bibble. The Bibble. Shut up. Alright, it's going to be awful one-sided, but... And I don't have much to say. Hooray. That's not true. Well, I talk a lot, but I don't have much to say. Now that's Is that true. right? That is, that is that's, very accurate. That's the most honest thing I think I've ever said on the podcast. Yeah. Now shut up. So, uh, Mama Wheaton, Wheaton, she's trying to get her some of that it Andy Griffith every time action. that you say it, it makes me so mad. Uh-huh. No, that's it. No, oh, okay. It makes me so mad. One little thing. <laughs> right, see? All right. So, Mama Wheaton, there you go. She tries to get her some of that sweet Andy Griffith love. You really got to put your breath into it. And, uh, <laughs> what's fat Andy Griffith say when you, uh, make advances towards him as a woman? No! Yeah. That's a man's job to make advances, he says, and goes back to sleep. Was that his advance? Yeah. And for the record, it is a solid. It is a pretty solid no. It was great. I screamed because I like to be loud because I'm a large person, but uh, no, that was pretty good. That was definitely highlight number two of the movie. Let's see, we have dry biscuits and a firm no. A firm no, that's a solid... That was the definition of a firm no. Yeah. She got about a millimeter away from his ear. No. And then I... Bible talk. Whores and such. Yeah, yeah. Something about Babylon or some shit. You don't know. I do not know. So, um... Mama Wheaton... Thank you. ...heads out to the shed where the hairy man lives. It's fucking Mike. Come on. Did you read that on Wikipedia? About ten minutes ago? Yes. Even though they, I don't think they named him in the movie? One could say I'm actively reading it <laughs> for Wikipedia. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I, <laughs> I commit all these movies to memory. Yep. I just like to yell book and shut up because of uh, memory. That's the last thing you said. Okay, cool. So, uh, that's how the world works. So her and, uh, Mike have some... Whom? Whom? Yes. Oh. Mama... Waiting. Thank you. It was really rolling the H, which I don't think is a thing. I smelled it. It was bad. It hurt my throat. That's good, so I'm happy about it now. So they, uh, they have the intercourse. 
And that, and that, has, that, that camera angle really uh, makes that back hair pop. Yeah, it really does. I really hoped I never had to say those words in that order. But... I mean, you And when Chris the, agrees with me, you know it's a real thing I've said. It's not just some kind of nonsense, but... That, uh... I, I feel like the director really put a lot of effort into hitting the back hair just right. Yeah. He had a vision. Yeah. Artistically. Yeah. And so... And it was just back well, here. Well, you'd probably just say he had a vision. Yeah, or or some other a medical different episode. Word. He saw something. He had a medical episode. <laughs> there we go. That resulted. We found in the this. right series of words. So, uh, they have coitus, and then out of the out of the sky drops, not a fucking rubber band ball. I thought it was string. Twine, perhaps? It was a legitimate meteor. Uh, light bulb. Had a lot of twine around it. I was afraid it was going to catch on fire and perhaps, you know, hurt the film crew. Oh, being on this film hurt the film crew more but than Chris that. Chris tells me it was a meteor, so... Yeah, it was a minotaur. Meteor. Meteor. Don't be dumb. It's not a minotaur. Minotaur, thank you. And, uh... The meteor crashes down... And glows, all weird, like. And so they call the local doctor, doctor? to come look at the meteor. Yep. And well, he's like, uh, the, "Who's the other smartest guy in town?" I guess. Yeah. Because as far as I know, there are eleven people that live in this town. Yeah. And we got Fat Andy Griffith. Yep. Will Wheaton. Uh huh. Will Wheaton's sister. Uh huh. Uh, that guy that makes me look like Noddle Lummox. Sure. Cypress. Cypress! I don't think that's right, but go ahead. Shut up. Old Dry Biscuit. Old Dry Biscuit. Just like Chris. My favorite character. Chris's biscuit is dry forever. Yeah. Uh, fancy shirt. Yep, he's there. Yep. Harry Manback. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Manback. That's all the I stopped counting number of people in that town. Not 11, but... Sure it is. So, uh, the local physician stops out and he's like, Hey guys, I'm a goddamn physician. <laughs> what do you think I know about meteors? Was it fuck all? Because that's what I know about meteors. Does it need antibiotics or perhaps a Tylenol? Yeah. So he goes and takes a look at it and says, I don't fucking know. I'm a goddamn doctor. What do you, what do you fucking want says, I'm a doctor. I'm not a goddamn geologist. What do you think was going to happen? It doesn't have fucking scurvy, I guess. Well, I suppose that was the best they had. I poked it and goop so, came out of it. That's probably fine. I don't fucking know. Let's say there's a meteor. Uh-huh. And you see it. Uh-huh. And you're Will Wheaton. Okay. And uh, you have either the doctor or the deranged pedophile rapist homeless woman. Who would you get a hold of to wait. look to me? <laughs> wait, was that person in this movie? Well, no, this is a hypothetical situation outside of this movie. Okay, cool, all right. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. That's my fault. So between those two, yeah. who would you have come look at the meteor? I mean, I feel like 
I feel like you're really biased in the way you ask that <laughs> no. question. I mean, probably not. Or, the... a, or a different kind of rapist. There, see, I gave you. Three. Oh, okay, so a non-specific rapist or a doctor who looks at a meteorite. All or right. a particular kind of rapist. <laughs> or a very, a very incredibly specific rapist. What the fuck? Who would you pick? I'm probably not a rapist for whatever was going on. I so guess. So don't sit around contradicting yourself on the podcast. Tighten <laughs> up, get your shit together, and go through with it. Come on. All now. right, let's start over. Three, two, one. This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, <laughs> something about a rapist? <laughs> oh, All right, go ahead. Back to your book. This is a great episode. That was a good joke that hurt my face. I'm just I'm just going to not even put this episode up. I'm just going to put a different episode up again. Fuck you. Read your book. So anyway, the doctor's like, I don't know, goop came out of this thing. It's probably fine. Do you know what goop is? I'm going to call the CDC or something. But then, uh... Somehow Hat Guy gets involved. And a cigar smoking salesman with that badass shirt that I'm a murderer over? Yeah. And he doesn't want him to rat out... I'll kill you for that shirt. He stopped by the doctor's house where he served coffee... From his wife... The doctor's wife. Yes. And apparently... There's some kind of deal where the doctor and his wife will get money if the Tennessee Valley Authority make a reservoir and Hat Guy gets gets money for the for the reservoir. So the doctor's wife doesn't want to screw up the deal because she reads Cosmopolitan magazine and oils herself up in lingerie because she wants to go back and live in the city. I think that's right. Seriously, I think that's right. I hate to say it, but I think you nailed it. Yeah. You uh, you really got that one. You just wiped the sweat off your brow. You was, had to work hard for that one. It was one, exhausting. You uh you got that. That was that was twenty minutes of screen time right there condensed down to about nine seconds. Yeah. Perfect. And, and, uh, this is all conveyed by, uh, a wink. The, yep. The doctor's wife is like, wink! Well, that was the strongest expression they had in 1987. And so, uh, Hat Guy puts out his cigar in their coffee cup. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty dickbag move. Yeah. I mean, I've never not put out a cigar in somebody's coffee. I asked for some coffee just to put out my cigar. Some coffee? Yeah, some coffee. That sounds awesome. It's... I want two. It's C-tier Steven Seagal. It's Steven Seagal's Mexican non-union replacement. I figured it was some kind of coffee-stuffed cigar. No, Seagal is moderately difficult <laughs> to make die. Because that's... It's, it's hard to kill. That's the bit. I don't get out of the house much. What was the one where Steven Seagal was the cook and on the train? Not Kickboxer. No, because that was Jean-Claude Van Damme. You fucking idiot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I like to ruin stuff. If there's one thing that it enrages me. It's when you people incorrectly identify C-list action stars from the late 90s. You're telling me I don't know my Jet Li movies. 
Well, you certainly don't know your Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. I do, too. He was in Kickboxer. And? You give me one more. Come on. Redeem yourself. Tostino's commercials. Okay. I'm not sure that's even a thing. It is. Tostino's? Yeah. What, like the party pizzas? No, the chips. The Totino's. See? The I don't old... fucking know. You don't fucking know. Kickboxer. I was looking for Time Cop, but... Kickboxer. And him in, uh... The Basketball Man. What's his name? Dennis Rodman? We're in a movie? Yes. I'm glad you said Dennis Rodman, because Basketball Man was... A lot of people. Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dennis Rodman were in a movie. I want to say it was called Double Down, but I'm not 100% sure... Because that piece of information got pushed out so I could probably, like, remember a phone number or something. So wait, what's going on? Oh, yeah, this movie. What's going on is not methamphetamines. Yeah, yeah, not that. So anyway... So where are we? Doctor uh doctor makes it squirt goop. Uh doesn't tell anybody because his wife convinces him not to. Yeah, it's gonna sour the deal. The the Tennessee Valley Authority. How's she gonna up. get all that leg oil if she ain't got no deal that ain't soured? Leg oil don't pay for itself. Yeah. Lord knows I've tried. You ever just walk into the store and demand to know where the leg oil is? I tried to pay for the leg oil with the leg oil I had. I was. I heard this pays for itself, and they said, "Sir, first of all, this is an auto zone. Second of all, that's actually a light bulb. Third of all, get out." That's when you start screaming leg oil at the top of your lungs and busting out your own teeth. They'll get you something and get you out of there real quick. Ask me how I know. How do you? I'm know? not here for all these questions. How, how, how do you know? I don't. Oh. Cool. Anyway, so the the goop that dumped out of the meteor leaks into the farm and uh, starts having some ill effects. On the water and the crops and such. Yeah, it turns all the cabbages into mucus. Delicious mucus cabbages. But don't worry, they have a giant yellow bucket... For center cabbage mucus. mucus. You don't have a bucket for all of your cabbage mucus? Yeah. Or you do just throw it around the floor like a maniac? No. Nah. Roll around in it? No. Nah. Rubbing your eyes? No. So not that. Keep trying. Gets me out the door. That's why I keep it. Now you know. That's why I keep buying it from you. Yep. A bad one. Yeah, I was going to say good, but... So, uh, it makes cabbages full of mucus. It makes tomatoes full of blood. Yep. It, uh... The highly pressurized blood. It angries up the horses and or chickens and or cows. It, I, you wouldn't think a chicken could do that much damage, but... Riled up enough as it was, Fat Andy Griffith said... 
And, uh, yeah, the chickens attack uh, Will Wheaton's sister. Mostly because she's bad at acting, so they wanted to get her out of the movie as fast as possible. You know, chicken bites, that'll do it. And, uh... Everybody's drinking the water, which is bad. And they start showing signs of, uh... Uh... Meteor infection, I guess? Lesions and such. Yeah, they get big, gross... Lesions. Lesions on their faces. And, uh... Will Wheaton doesn't like the water. Yeah, but he has to drink it. Because the Bible. Yeah, or whatever. And, uh... His mom... Gets big face lesions. Starts acting weird. Yeah, Ma starts going a little south. After the, uh... Cabbage mucus and tomato blood incident. And, uh... Old uh, Fat Annie Griffith is convinced that it's a punishment from God for her infidelity. Horn. And uh, at some point, the guy from the Tennessee Valley Authority just walks in and almost gets stabbed by by her crazy ass. Oh, we missed all those nine scenes of him driving into town. Yeah, he drove around. Hat guy got a really little beer. A really... I like... When he ordered the beer, though, that was pretty, pretty 1987. He walks up and, like, pinches the girl's earlobe and asks for a beer. Yeah. Pretty good. So, uh... If things aren't going well, Will Wheaton's mom sews a sock to her hand. You, you, you do like you do. Yeah. And nobody's nobody's doing real good. Will Wheaton decides that there's a real problem, so he starts filling a canteen with water so he doesn't drink the poison water. Uh, everybody starts getting the the face lesions and getting weird meteor sickness. Yeah, that's what they'll all say. Meanwhile, physician... You did say when it first landed that it was glowing a lot, and that was probably dangerous. I did. I, s I said a lot of things. Yeah. Always talking this one. So, uh... This is actually shutting up for the podcast. Yeah. I try to tone it down It's usually a just constant gibberish. Yeah, it's just noise. <laughs> Always just about a foot away from you, looking right at you. Yeah. He says... Classic me, they'll all say. So what? What's going on? No, oh, the doctor guy shows up and he gets a sample of the water, and takes it to a local water testing facility. And he's like, "Hey, man, test this water." And they're like, "Cool." As a doctor, he's putting way more effort into this than I would think most doctors would. And, uh, so he, they're like, come back in a day or something, we'll let you know what's up. And, uh, uh everything's going crazy at the house, everybody just keeps acting weirder and weirder. Uh, for some reason, 
I don't recall. Hat guy comes back to the farm. Oh, it's when he gets some banging apples. Yeah, and they're full of mealworms. Delicious. I mean, the, the, the word, you know, meal's in the name, so they're to eat. Yeah, obviously. They're worms for your meal. Yeah. For your meal. Yeah. Free real estate. Uh, you gotta buy the furniture, but the house is free. Free real estate. What are you waiting for? So, um, he shows up, and, uh, Will Wheaton's mom, who is gone real bad now. Yeah, she's having a time. She has been locked in the fucking root cellar at this point. Cool, she's hanging out, going crazy, growing face lesions. Let her do her thing, man, don't judge. But she murders Hat Guy. You know, for reasons. The shirt, I assume. I guess, sure, I guess so. Do we want that shirt? Still gonna have it. And, uh... And now everybody just kind of goes crazy. So we got Fat Andy Griffith and his fat son. I forget. What is it? Cyrus or Cyprus. something? Cyprus. Cyprus. They both go kind of nuts. Would you say they went insane in the brain? Yeah. Perhaps crazy insane? They got no brain. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't... It's a bit I thought we were doing, but I guess I misread that. No, I was just speaking. That's my fault. It's just the way I talk. So, uh... Old, uh... Will Wheaton fights with Fat Andy Griffith. Wheaton. Wheaton. Thank you. And, uh... Fat Andy Griffith and him have a tussle, while Cypress goes after uh, Will Wheaton's sister. Fat Andy Griffith sister. has a slight size advantage. A slight one. Will Wheaton looks like he weighs about 87 pounds. Yeah. And as um, Fat Andy Griffith gets the upper hand, the guy from the Tennessee Valley Authority shows up and shows why it's the Tennessee Valley Authority and fucks him up. And says, hey man, we gotta get out of here. Because for some reason the meteor is making everything fall apart in your house. And Will Wheaton's like, I gotta get my sister. And then they go get his sister. But Cypress tries to stop him. And he headbutts Cypress off of the stairs and he dies. This is pretty wild. And Fat Annie Griffith gets stabbed with a pitchfork. He dies. And then he dies. And then Will Wheaton's like, ah, I gotta go get my mom. But his mom turned into a goo puddle. Yep. He was a slime and skull. Yep. Just like Chris. Just like me. You can't see it because it's a podcast. Yeah. But he's mostly just slime and skull. And vocal cords. Nope. Well, that explains the speech part. Nope, you just slap your skull against your slime and go at it. Oh. Fair enough. It just so happens to come out right. So, come on, uh, Skull Slime, read your book. So the Tennessee Valley Authority and the Wheaton siblings escape. You're waiting on that last one. Thank you. We cut to future times, months later, I guess. 
And uh, it's how many months? A few, several, some. Non-specific. Yeah. And uh, Will Wheaton is watching the news where they're showing Tennessee Valley guy getting removed by the cops because he's lost his shit, yelling about water at everybody. From the beginning of the movie. Oh yeah, that happened at the beginning of yelling about we water. Skipped that. It was great. Whoops. Uh, Will, See you later, foreshadowing. Will Wheaton's sister is never spoken of again. Nope. She died. Died in the car. And apparently the the meteor slime is now affecting everyone and we're all going to die or something. The end. Is Troy okay? Nah, he'll be fine. He's in Alaska. They don't have water up there. He doesn't drink water anyway. Yeah, he only drinks homebrew. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. I guess that's that. Whatever you drink throughout the day, if you're Troy, replace it with homebrew. Yeah, for that Troy lifestyle. Eat coffee, water, mouthwash. Yeah. Everything. That goop from the movie The Abyss they they put in their helmets so they can go underwater. He has a well in his house. All the faucets in his house put out beer. I don't think that's how wells or faucets work. I don't really know. But it's not like good drinking beer. You know, he doesn't work hard on that stuff. That's just his utility beer for oh, bathing and cooking. So that's just the work-a-day. Yeah. yeah, he's just not a water guy. Uh-huh. Don't look at me like I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, well, I guess I just can't look at you anymore. <laughs> I guess I've been waiting so long to hear you say that. So, Hotlanta, what do you think of this bad podcast, I mean movie? <laughs> oh, the old bot... The old bod pad cost. I don't know. It wasn't without its charm, I suppose. I liked all the slime monsters at the end. It was pretty boring. Camera work was rough. I liked Fat Andy Griffith. Yeah. Okay, that's... It was, uh... I liked the part where she sewed the sock to her hand. Yeah. It definitely had its moments, but the moments did not make up for the hole on this one. We'll give it a... Give it a nod, bruh. There's better stuff you could watch with your time. Mm-hmm. Is it... I'm glad you agree with my opinion. Is it my turn? Sir. Yes. Well... Wait, hold on, Troy... He's mad. Nah. Go ahead, Chris. Well, as you can probably tell from the slapdash nonsense that was this episode. It was fun. Shut up. It's a 90-minute movie that probably could have been condensed into, like, I don't know, 22 minutes. A I lot mean, of extra stuff. I, the whole movie is basically meteor crashes, it infects people, they go crazy. And they draw it out to 90 minutes... Not very good. It's pretty boring. I could have done with a lot more slime monsters and violence. Yeah, you only really got the slime monsters at the end. Yeah, it's it's probably over an hour of build up that wasn't warranted because like well no, we get it guys, like we saw the meteor, it it 
spill out the goop. We pretty much got it after that. You don't need to spend all this time with oiling up doctor's wives. <laughs> Just the legs. Yeah, so they can go back to the city. Whole body oil is more expensive. I mean, I forgot this <clears throat> movie almost as soon as I watched it. Uh, did it? No, just no. You'd be better off doing about anything aside from watching this movie again. Putting a nail under your big toe and kicking a wall? Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a pretty firm no for me. Coming up next time, we're going to do uh, The Burning from... Sounds uncomfortable. Supposed real cousin, two-legged bringer of destruction, Brett. It's on tag? That's my Mega Man, homie. I don't know what it's about, but judging from everything else he's thrown our way, it's going to be unpleasant to watch. Or wild. Or, oh yeah. That can go either way. Wildly unpleasant. Or unpleasantly wild. So hot, Lana. I like my Cousin Brett movies. They're, They're interesting. I was gonna... You get out of my brain, you fucking weirdo! They're at least always interesting. Yeah. My words. So what if other people want to throw a movie our way for us to do a shoddy episode on when Troy's not around? Well, the fastest way, I suppose, would be the old uh, Slaughterhouse Princess podcast at gmail.com. You can find all this other kind of information at slaughterhouseprincess.com, such as our presence on Facebook and Twitter and Google Play and YouTube and Stitcher and Reddit iHeartRadio now and Spotify and iTunes and YouTube. Got our 100th episode special. You should check that out. Unless it's been demonetized and pulled down by No, now. it's still on there. I looked I looked for it the other day. I like to check every once in a while to see if they've taken it down yet. But I watch our 100th. It was fun. We should do that again. Yeah, join the tens of people who have seen it. I don't think we even hit double digits, bro. Uh, I think that really covers it, except for the old uh, Discord, Patreon, and store. Slaughterhouseprincess.com. Uh-huh. It's not one magical place, of course, you see, but... Yeah, it's a series of magical places. You're a series of magical places. Well, I don't like to brag, but... You got at least two. Yeah. But they're magical. Like black magic. You have to activate them. Yeah. It needs a lot of chicken blood and sadness. Mostly just the second one. Yeah. So, I don't know. Come back next time. We're going to do the burning. Yep. It'll hopefully be less bad. It'll be interesting. Probably. Cousin Brett usually delivers. And as Troy would say, while other podcasts think about movies, we will continue to drink about movies. Bye. Threw up like nine times.